know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hi you guys Happy Tuesday Listen, I have a special guest today Okay, so we about to get started We're going to talk about cycles How the devil keep us in cycles Let me allow him to introduce himself And we're going to dive right in Let's introduce yourself. Like, Hello, everybody. My name is Michael Gregory Noyan Jr. I am Shanice's future fiance, future husband, her man. Okay. Yeah. You okay, and that's on SpongeBob. You already knew. <coughs> Excuse me. But today, I want to talk about cycles. And yesterday we was having a conversation and Michael said something that really stood out to me. He said, the devil keeps us in cycles. So Michael, when you said that, like, what did that mean to you? Like, or what does that mean to you? I think cycles is just like us going back to things that are unhealthy for us. That's one thing the enemy wants to keep us in is cycles. The enemy, he likes, he studies us. That's one thing he does. When we go through these cycles, um, he tend to like, um, to, to keep us there because he knows if he can distract us long enough, he could one day end up bringing death to us. Mm. And you were saying something about how he studies us. Yeah. Like, I believe, like, the devil, like, studies our patterns. That's the thing. All he's doing is trying to distract us. So, <laughs> we came up with two Bible verses that we wanted to, like, reference with this. So, Proverbs twenty six eleven, like a dog returned to his vomit, so a fool repeats foolish mistakes. Then we have Matthew twelve forty four. Then it says, I'll go back to the house I left. When it arrives, I'll find a place vacant, cleaned up, and decorated. Then it goes and brings it brings with seven other spirits more evil than itself. They go in, make it their home. That person is worse off at the end than at the beginning. This is the way it will all also for the evil generation. Okay, so do you want to like try to explain Proverbs 26, 11, like a dog returns to his vomit? So a fool repeats foolish mistakes. And that's the thing, like, even with me and being in certain um, situations where I went back, went back to my sin, went back to certain relationships, that's either like friendships or, you know, um, romantic, romantic ones. But um, me, like, I realized, like, I tried to go to the same place that hurt me for healing. 
Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I feel like a lot of us do. We try to find closure. We try to go to that same person that hurt us uh, to, to expecting them to be like, look, I'm sorry. And we might not even get that sorry. And that keeps us in a place of, of, of going back, a place of bitterness, you know, because we because of our expectations, like of, of just healing in that place. But um, and that's the thing, like when you go back to the same thing that 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 made you vomit in the first place, all you doing is going back to the thing that make you that made you sick. Mm-hmm. So that dog eating that vomit was just like after he ate it, of course he was sick again and he vomited and he ate it again and that's what we look like. Um, and I and, I, and I'm glad that God that 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 Proverbs made this example because that's exactly what we look like. Just imagine going back eating your own vomit, knowing that. You you even vomit to begin with because you were sick. You end up getting sick again. Yeah, and getting sick over and over to keep making the foolish mistakes. And then Matthew's twelve forty four, like just to sum that up, it's pretty much saying how when we get delivered from one spirit and we leave that door crack. When you leave that door crack, like we refer to relationships. When you leave that door crack for that person to come back or give them an inch. It's going to take seven times harder to be released or delivered from that spirit, especially when it's evil. Like, you dig yourself in a deeper hole when you do that. So, do you have, like, an example of, like, where you was, like, just in a constant cycle, just, like, repeating? I have an example, but I'll let you go first. Or I can go first if you need time to think. Yeah, I have, like, a lot of examples. Just, like, um, being, just, like, my relationships with with like some of my friends and some of my families, I allowed them to come back in to constantly hurt me over and over again. And I knew every time they came back in. And that's the thing. When we leave that door open, we know what's to come. Mm-hmm. When we leave that door cracked, we know what's to come. We, we, we know what we're dealing with. But we still choose to allow the, the the enemy to have that foothold like when I constantly chose to bring these people into my life um the same way I did before I found myself like when it so so each time I bring them back in it was like it was it was harder to let go mm-hmm. it, was, it was like my my anger and my bitterness grew even larger Yeah, so, like, yeah, that's one example. I think for me was mainly relationships. And I and I remember, just to go back, I want to say 2014, like, after I had, like, my second heartbreak, and I realized, instead of me taking that time and just spend time with God or find myself or find self-love, I just kept running to the same exact person with a different face. Same exact storyline, different different face. And I realized that the devil was just delaying my purpose. He said, if I can have her occupied in her brokenness and have this person break her heart, then I have her occupied for the next five years of her life because her mind's going to be stuck on 
such and such or whatever happens. So with the devil, like he keep you occupied. If he know he can have you in bondage and have you have you in cycles, then he got like a hold on you to keep you in that cycle. And I realized everybody I met, it was the same storyline. This person was in love with an ex and I was okay with playing with number two. And it went on and on and on. And I realized like this is a cycle. Like I had to like find a way to be released from that cycle. Cause a lot of times we get to the point and we would just say like, hey, all these men just dogging me out. Not knowing that the enemy is just trying to trap you up in that cycle. Yeah, and I remember when you was telling me uh, that that the reason you was choosing people out of your brokenness, and that's important to know because mm-hmm. like you have to know your why. Yeah. Why I keep going back to this? Why am I allowing these people to treat me the way I'm being treated? Like, what is it that's inside of me Yeah, that is so attracted to this? Yeah, that's important to know your why. It took me a, it took me years to understand my why. Because I had to stop and think, like, Shanice, did you genuinely like these people? Like, can you honestly say you genuinely like these people? And I had to stop and think, like, everybody I ever dated in my past, it was out of a lonely feeling. It was out of, I had to get over the person previous before it. So I chose them, and I grew to like them down the line. But it never started off as, oh, I can really see my future with this person. It's just like, I need to kill this hurt right now, and I need somebody to distract me from this hurt. And while I'm thinking that, the devil, like, oh, yeah, I got her. Like, that was part of his plan for me to keep making those same mistakes, to keep choosing somebody to get over the next person. So how would you say, how would you help somebody get out that cycle? Or like, what would you recommend for like that person to do? God. <laughs> yeah, that's like the answer to everything. Because I don't know your why. <laughs> yeah, only you know your why. And that's the thing. Like, we want answers from other people. And people could just help you from what you give them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you don't even know why you go back. Because you never asked the questions. You never went to God. You asked God to, to take this feeling away. Mm-hmm. But you never ask God, like, why am I keep going back to this person? Like a lot, of, like I, I remember just being in, a, going through my relationship stuff too, and being hurt and being in pain. I never asked why. Really? I just, yeah, I just asked God to take this pain away. Yeah. Like, like I never asked God, like, why do I keep going back? Like, why am I keep going back to this one person? I think for... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And and another thing, I think we don't realize that we have authority over our lives. Mm -hmm. We don't realize the authority that God gave us. Like, I I remember talking to my pastor, and I was telling my pastor, like, man, this girl, like, she she just got a hold over me. I don't know what it is. (laughs) Like, 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 she's just constantly hurting me and she constantly coming back in my life and I just keep allowing her to come back into my life and my pastor he was just like Mike the only the only power that you that the only power that you give her is the the only power that she has over you is the power that you give her and I just just felt the chains break right off of me as soon as he said that he reminded me like I have authority over my life we give people power over my, our lives. Like, it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. It's going to be times that you can't sleep. But trust me, 
when you get to a point where you could close your close your eyes and sleep again, when you get to a point when you get back to your peace, it will be worth it. You know, feel that pain, experience that hurt. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be in pain. There's nothing wrong with that. But feel that pain so you can heal, you know? And that's something that I had to to realize as well. I had I, when you said power, and I know somebody thinking like, "Dang, how do I get my power back?" And it, it just reminded me of when I used to give people power over my life, and how I allowed them to have power over my life because I made them, they made me feel less than who I really was. And once I got to the point of reminding myself of who Shanice was, like my favorite sermon, like in the whole wide world, is I didn't know I was me. So I gave them that power through allowing them to belittle me, allow them to make me feel less than a person. But the moment I reminded myself who I was, I was able to get that power back. And a lot of times we with somebody who make us feel small, who make us like just disregard us, like our feelings. And it's like we submitting to that person or something or submitting to their opinion and making their opinion validate our life or something like that. So when you get to the point in life where you like know this is who I am. I am not this person who this person says I am. Like, I'm not I'm not about to keep getting my heartbreak. I'm not about to keep getting cheated on. Like, this is not my new normal. I feel like once you get to that point, you can get your power back. But the cycles is dangerous. And I think I, like, I see it, like, every day. Like, you literally see it every single day. People just ch- turning a different age. But just repeating the same, like, really stuck well, how can I say this? People turn a different age, but stuck in a little girl version of them or stuck in a little boy version of them. And that's what I did. Like, I tell people all the time, like, I think I turned 26 last year or two years ago. And I was like, I didn't become a grown woman until I turned the age of 26 because I finally sat down and healed that 14-year-old girl in me. Because since the age of 14 to 26, I was just repeating the same exact year, but turning a different age. But really, it was 14-year-old broken Shanice walking around in an adult body. That's important to know who you are um, in Christ. But at the same time, like, we have to take the small steps. Yeah. Like, unfollow that person off of Instagram. Unfollow that person off of Facebook. Stop moving on your feelings. Yeah, that's, that was good. Use your, you, like, use, use your wisdom. <laughs> like, stop. If that person popping up, don't, don't even crack the door. Don't even answer. If you, when you hear that person's voice and you know that person is, don't even answer that door. Go into your room, do what you have to do, play the music up loud, pray. But this, like, sometimes you have to go to the extreme. Yeah. Like, even if that's changing your number. That don't always work. <laughs> I know, but this the thing is, the reason why it doesn't always work because we we allow cracks allow them to come in in other places in our lives and like yeah. we on Instagram, Facebook and then you end up giving them the number again or you know what I learned with the number change like even me I, I can I can close every crack like I close every crack it wasn't you can change your number to be all the time you can change your number you can change your outfit you can change your hair color but until you change your thought process and your mind process and you accept that this person did such and such to me change your number mean nothing i changed my number 12 times in one year 12 times and that's the thing like no i understand that that's why i said that's important too 
But we also have to make those steps. Yeah. We also have to, like, like stop checking that person's page. <laughs> I was a clean Stop ass. going back. Like, I, like, 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 you know what I told my friends? Stop talking about my ex. Don't tell me what my ex is doing. Yeah, my friends won't even tell me what my ex is doing. I had to let them know. Like, yeah. uh, my homeboys used to come, oh, yeah, she doing this. And she got you over here with this, with, with, with the child and this and that. And she doing this. And I'm like, yo, don't do it. Stop doing that. I don't want to know anything that's going on with my ex. Yeah, I feel like real friends shouldn't inform you of that. Like, my friends won't even tell me. I remember a minute ago, like, probably like a, over a year ago or sometime last year, and I had one of my friends, I was like, can you go look at this person's page for me? And she simply said, no. She said, why would I cause you more pain? Why would I screenshot something that's going to trigger you and set you back on your healing journey? And I was like, dang, that's the realest thing I've ever heard. Because most females don't understand, like, that's dangerous. Like, that literally sets you back. Like, you going on that page, reading those posts, that's doing nothing but delaying the healing process. And, like, it's a trigger to you. Like, me, I had an addiction to going on my ex page. It was a real-life addiction. It was, like, really, really bad where I had to just see what that person was doing, like, keeping up with their lifestyle. And I realized it was, I had to, like, break that because I wasn't going nowhere. I realized I was pretending I was healing, but I was still stuck, like, in the past. It make you stuck in the past when you keep looking at your past. How are you moving forward if you still checking on their life progress? They good. That's the thing. Like I had to kill. I even had to kill certain music. <laughs> oh, I had yeah. to kill off certain music. Any clothing that reminded me of them. Like I really threw it away. Like because my healing was that important to me. Like I had to really go to the extreme. I could buy new clothes. I could listen to another genre. Yeah. Like like, but anything that triggered me, I would let go. And like the the most important thing again was just like not going based off of what I felt. Yeah. That was, like, the most important thing, and that's what helped me. Like, me stop. Like, I had to stop going off of my feelings. Of course I'm going to miss them. Just because you miss them, that doesn't mean go back. Mm-hmm. You um, know when that... I'm sorry, but you know when that cycle breaks and you get that feeling, like, it's like being addicted to a drug where it's like you will go through withdrawals. Yeah. Like, when you break that cycle in that addiction because you like that person was your person or that person was something you was attached to like y'all had this pattern like y'all had something like where this person was included in your everyday living so when you decide to break that always use this example it's like a person who do drugs when they make the conscious decision and say hey i'm done doing drugs they don't just give it up right away they body will have withdrawals to the point where they experiencing like "I, i want that i want that drug back i want that liquor back but no matter how bad you go through them withdrawals, pray about it, take it to God, write it down, journal it, do something with those withdrawals. Because those withdrawals would trick you into thinking, like, I need this person back. And I had one more thing I say this. I think I wrote this in my notes last night. Sometimes a person don't, sometimes a person is not mad that they lost you. They're mad that they lost access to you. A lot of times, I had that so confused. I was like, oh, my God, this person really valued me and appreciated me. And I had to stop and think, like, is this person mad that he can't manipulate me no more? Or did he really value me? Because if you valued me, you would have took care of me when you had me. But most of the times, I can't manipulate this person. I can't trick this person no more. So make sure you don't confuse the two when you're in that cycle. 
if a person truly value you or they just know they can't belittle you no more or take away from you no more. Mm. That was good. That was. <laughs> but one more thing before we end off. Um, yeah. I just wanted to say this. Like, like any drug, right? Yeah. Like, when you, when you get off of that drug and you could be sober 10 years straight Mm-hmm. But if you get by that drug again, it's a stronger chance that that it's still a strong chance that you could do that drug again. So no matter how long you was away from this person, no matter how long you had your peace and you felt like, oh, you was o- you over this person, keep that person away from you. That's how I feel. I feel like because it's still a chance for that person to come back into your life. And a lot of people, I know a lot of people that 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 was like, you know what, I'm I'm good, I'm okay, I could be by this person again, and I could, you know, like I feel like I'm healed, and then they let this person back in, and then this person end up doing the same thing again. Yeah, temptation is a bad. A lot of people think, like, you know what I used to think? That's a perfect example of what you just said. I used to think, like, you know what? I could beat temptation. Like, I have I have authority over temptation. And I realized, I did the same exact thing you said. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go over there and sit. I ain't going to do nothing. Child, and I did everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, don't think that you can out or, like, overrule temptation. Like, don't think that you have that much power over temptation, especially when that was once a huge weakness for you. Like, don't even put yourself in a predicament where you have to even get out of a situation that you know was like a weakness for you. Like you setting yourself up. It's like, I heard this example before. It's like you, you meet a guy and you tell this guy, um, I don't want to have sex with you. I'm not planning to have sex with you. But before you go to that guy house, you went to Victoria's Secret and buy a new bra and panty set. But you telling yourself you don't want to have sex with this man. You get me? But just like why? But you low key setting yourself up for failure, like just in case. Like you, 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 there's no just in case. Like stay away from that person. Like stay away from it. Like point blank. Period. That's real. But that was a nice podcast, and we did it after six tries. Okay, Michael, I'm gonna give you the honor to end it with a prayer. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you, O Lord God, for the things that you did, that you've been doing in the lives of, in our lives and the lives of others, Lord. I just pray that this podcast, Lord, would open people's eyes, O Lord God, and that somebody would take from this. It doesn't matter if it's one person or a thousand, O Lord God. I just pray that somebody would take from it. I just pray that somebody will find healing. Oh, Lord, in this podcast, oh, Lord, God, I just pray um, for eyes to be open, oh, Lord, God, and ears to be unblocked, oh, Lord, God. So, so, so all of us, the Lord, God, those who are listening and even us, that we would hear you more, the Lord, God, and that we will see you more, the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let me chime in. Speak through me, Lord. We say thank you, God, 
thank you, God, for this podcast, God. Thank you for giving us the wisdom to speak. And thank you for giving us experience to use and spread, God. I just pray over each and every one that's listening, God, to the girl who don't know how to walk away, to the young men who keep repeating the same cycles, God, and they want to go back, God. I just pray that you renew their minds, you renew their hearts, God, and you remind them of how valuable and how wonderful they is, God. In every area that they're struggling, Lord, when they experience those withdrawals, Lord, I pray that you replace those voids, Lord, with something of you, Lord, and that we don't put those temporary sex, drugs, alcohol into that void, God, when we want to run back, God. Every demonic soul tie that's spoken over the person that's listening to life, God, I just bind it up, God, and I just cancel it out, God. I just pray that every attachment to each and every person on this podcast right now, God, to everyone that's not that's blocking the you out of them, Lord, I just pray that you just cancel it, God, and we just ask for your peace in this season we ask for your joy in this season god we just ask that we continuously to grow closer towards you god that this healing journey is not a race god it's not a race it's just a process that we had to go through so when it do get hard for that person god that they continuously to push forward no matter how uncomfortable it get god they continuously to grow closer towards you they continuously to push forward and they don't give up god and they remind them who they doing it for even if it's for their child their family or for themselves god i pray that that cycle is broken God I pray that cycle is broken and they are set free from every cycle that's placed over their lives and I don't care how long that cycle has been placed around them God that they break free from that cycle God in Jesus name I pray amen amen